I'm Travis Randolph, and this is Encapsulated, where we tell the stories of the people tackling today's biggest healthcare challenges. So today we're sitting down with Dr. Zach Goodman, and he is the Director of Clinical Innovation here at Express Scripts, working in new solutions with us. So Zach, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure and it's an honor to be here. And today we're going to talk about digital health, right? Yes. What is that? What is digital health? What, what, what do we mean when we say digital health? So digital health is just a term that means the intersection of technology and medicine. That sounds really simple. Is it that simple? <laughs> in some ways it is. In some ways it's not. And so digital health is a very broad term that can mean a lot of different things. And so when we say, you know, is it is it simple? It could be as simple as an app that reminds you to take your medications at a certain time, all the way to, you know, artificial intelligence algorithms that are working behind the scenes in hospitals that are trying to predict which patients are going to do well and which ones won't. And we have algorithms that could potentially dispatch a, a team that, li- that works inside the hospital to go check on a patient to see if the patient isn't doing very well. Oh, okay. So when we're talking about digital health, we're not just talking about digital health for members, but like it, there's digital health for hospitals and physicians and everything else. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's why it's such a broad, somewhat ambiguous statement because <laughs> it just like, encompasses anything that you could possibly think of that ha- anything, anytime that you have a combination of technology and medicine could be labeled as digital health. I didn't realize I had asked a very big question at the very beginning. I, I, I just thought it'd be a really simple answer. But it, so is this a new landscape or is this something that we're seeing grow or has this been around for a lot longer than we might realize? It's been around for a while. I mean, it's, but the different, um, it really depends on the, on the, on the limitations of, of the technology that we have. So 10, 15 years ago, we did not have these very specialized algorithms that were you know, running behind the scenes in hospitals. So really it's as the technology evolves, um, people figure out how to apply the technology in different ways in medicine. And so one of the frontiers that we're seeing right now and really a takeoff is of you know, digital health applications or digital health solutions. And so that's when patients have, are getting very personalized experiences with, um, with medicine. Could you go into a little more detail? Like what, what kind of things are we talking about? Absolutely. So a subset of digital health are what we call digital health solutions. And this is essentially, I think the best way to think about a digital health solution is a, is a technology micro environment that gives a patient a window into, uh, into their own health. And so sometimes a digital health solution can be an app. Sometimes it's an entire engagement platform where they have a device that interacts with their smartphone that then has a web-based platform. Um, and then uh, sometimes the digital health solutions can even work with uh, medications as well. So what kind of conditions use digital health? Is, is it just across the spectrum, anything you can imagine at this point? With, with where we're going, um, it's, it's really across the spectrum. And so Right now, a lot of the the more robust digital health solutions uh, are, you know, ones that are tackling some of the biggest problems that we have in the United States. So ones like diabetes, um, high blood pressure, um, asthma and COPD. And then we're also starting to see ones for um, conditions like depression and anxiety and insomnia as well. How can we use 
technology or an app to help something like diabetes. I mean, that seems like it's had a way that we treat that for a while now. So like, how is technology changing the way we look at it? In one word, the answer would be data. And it's really helping patients to see their own data and to help patients understand the trends in which their body is going. So the way that a lot of these digital health solutions that are centered around diabetes work is that there's usually a um, blood glucose meter that is either that either has a Bluetooth or a cellular connection to someone's smartphone. And what happens is that every time a patient checks their blood sugar, the blood sugar reading is automatically transferred onto the smartphone. Uh-huh. And, and what's nice about um, these these applications is that they're able to display all of this data graphically. And so what patients were doing five, seven years ago is that all of this was written by hand. And so in just in a journal that some patients would keep and some wouldn't. Yeah, my, my friends growing up would have like a little notebook. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And what's the, the beauty about having an application that can process all of the all of this individualized you know blood sugar data is that it can show a patient where their highs are going to be and where their lows are going to be and so a patient could look at you know can look at a graph and see oh i see that every morning around nine o'clock i always have a high or every morning around nine o'clock i have a low and so what that allows the patient to do is to understand is to examine what they're doing at that time. Maybe there's something that they're eating that they didn't realize has a lot more sugar, or maybe they're taking too much insulin at night and they're waking up low all the time. And so really it's an opportunity for patients to um, better manage the condition that they're living with. And uh, an added feature of a lot of these platforms is that it allows patients to export this data uh, to to their provider. And it allows the provider to go in and look into, to, to, they can either see the data in its aggregate form, or if they want, they can do a deep dive and look at the individual uh, blood sugar readings as well. From what you've mentioned, um, you know, when we talked about diabetes, it sounds like these things are changing every day. You know, you, you mentioned a few times of like right now, and it sounds like right now, it's literally right now, this is what we're seeing. How fast is this field changing? Exponentially. I mean, just as, you know, it, it, it strictly depends on how, how quickly technology can change and how small we're able to make and how fast we're able to, you know, code these different applications. If they're using sensors, how small and non-intrusive can we make the sensors? And um, very fast. So, Well, for a company like Express Scripts, mm-hmm. Is that a challenge or is it an opportunity? Is it is it hard to keep up or is it like, oh, well, look at everything we can do now? It's really an opportunity uh, for us. And we are always looking for ways to help patients better take care of themselves. And But it's our job to make sure that what we're putting out and what we're giving to our clients and also to our members is safe as well. And so... Um, it's an opportunity for us because now we get to say, we, we can we can look at the market and we can say, wow, there's so many great solutions. But at the same time, we have to take a step back and make sure that these these um, digital health solutions are, are, are safe, that they're clinically effective, that they have a good user experience, um, and that they're not going to, that they're not gonna harm anyone. 
how are we doing that? So that's where that's why we're launching the digital health formulary. And so what we're doing is that we have a team of pharmacists, doctors, health outcomes researchers, um, and then member experience experts who are looking at these digital health solutions and looking at the research and then looking um, to make sure that kind of going putting all of these digital health solutions through a review process. So it sounds like, you know, with everything that's coming to market and how fast it's coming to market, that it's probably a challenge for us to even keep up and, you know, look at all of these solutions as they come online. How does a client do that? Is, are they able to do that? Or like, is it is it a client? Is it a member? Like who who is ultimately responsible for figuring out if this stuff works? And that's our job. You know, you really... <laughs> You know, you, you really hit it. You really hit at the heart of the problem. When a member tries to search for an application, I mean, you know, when they when they search on their smartphone and they type in, you know, diabetes or diabetes help or asthma or asthma help, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of these of these applications and solutions pop up. Like literally hundreds. Yes. Because I didn't yeah. know, you know, when we talk about a lot of solutions on the market, are we talking about, you know, two or three for diabetes or are we talking about like dozens, even hundreds? There was there was a study done. And if you take if you take the collective digital health solution market, we're talking about 300,000 digital health <laughs> solutions. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I did not understand the scope of yes, <laughs> how yeah. much we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why um, our to get back to an earlier question, our clients just our clients should be focused on running their business and running their health plans. Um, and then what a member needs to be worried about is just taking care of themselves. And so as Express Scripts to go out and to look at the market, to find the companies that are able to work with our scale that have the rigorous data and privacy standards and also have the clinical effectiveness and that, you know, credible user experience that we're looking for. Saying 300,000, it just puts this in a completely different scope. So we're not just talking about, it, it sounds like we're not just talking about, you know, major hospitals or even pharmaceutical companies putting out these apps. It sounds like everybody is putting out these apps. Not everyone can develop a chemical drug that can that needs to go through phase one, phase two, phase three trials, and then you know get submitted to the FDA. The costs of that are staggering, sometimes into the billions of dollars for for drug de- for new drug development. You know, it it takes a lot, and it's a, it's a major process to get to put a drug on the market, go through trials, get it approved through the FDA. FDA, anyone can launch an app on the App Store. Exactly. Within the digital health formulary, our review process makes sure that you know we review clinical evidence from these digital health solutions, um, and that that the, that they have that they're clinically effective. So, so they have to work. Yes, exactly. So some some work, some don't, and with three hundred thousand on the market, it seems like it would be impossible for clients to be able to go through and make those determinations just for the sheer scale of what we're talking about. Exactly, exactly. And and not all of our clients have the clinical expertise that we as Express Scripts do. So that's where that's where we feel that we have to come in and offer that to them as a service. 
So are we, are we taking kind of a cautious approach to digital health? Like while we see the benefits of digital health, we also, we see some of the potential pitfalls that are there too? Yes, absolutely. And that's, and that's what we have to do as, uh, as a PBM and with our, with our clinical experience. We are opportunists and we see where this can go, but at the same time, we have to ensure um, that, you know, patient safety. And so we want to make sure that the right member gets the right digital health solution for their condition, right? If you have if you don't have high blood pressure, you should not be on medication for high blood pressure, right? So if you have a certain condition, you should not be using, if you don't have a condition, you should not be using a digital health solution that treats that condition. Um, it's our job as Express Scripts to make sure that these digital health solutions are effective for the members and that the right, and the right members are using the right digital health solutions. We're the first First PBM yeah. to put something like this on the market, correct? Yeah. Yes. When did we start, you know, instead of talking about how great digital health is, mm-hmm. when did we start knowing that we also have to be cautious because there could be downfalls to this? I think the turning point was when we saw that companies were starting to actually make claims, health claims, and that they were saying, if you use our solution, we're going to reduce your A1C which is uh, a measure of the, your average blood sugar over three months. Um, that's a very that is a industry wide standard for for diabetes. They said if you use our solution, we're gonna lower we you know we're gonna lower a member's A one C by X percent, or we're gonna lower a member's blood pressure by ten millimeters of mercury their systolic blood pressure by 10 millimeters of mercury. And so when we saw that and we said, well, hold on. (laughs) If, if, if we're going to, if these companies are going to start making health claims and promising results, then we need to make sure that what they're saying is true. Cause it sounds great. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I mean, if I, if I was a, if I was a client, if I was a member, and in the, you know, I went to find an app and it said, I'm going to lower your blood pressure by this much, I'd just be like, great. But I guess you could, you know, unless you're going through FDA channels and things, you, you can say whatever you want in your descriptions. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so when you start seeing something like that, that, that's when the bells go off. And Exactly. Exactly. Uh, with the with the scale of what we're talking about here, like over 300,000 solutions to look through, to make it onto our digital health formulary. How many people are involved in like looking at these things? When it comes to the digital health formulary, there's a core group of about 10 to 15 people who are living and breathing the digital health formulary every day and that are working to make the digital health formulary a success. And as we need, we consult different people in our organization so to, to help you, us along the way. Are you one of those? Are yes. you living and breathing? Yes, the yes, yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then once you get outside of this core group, um, the circle very quickly expands to close to forty or fifty people who all have their you know hands. Just this this is extending to all the different parts of our organization, and the teams and the individuals that are working on the digital health formulary are extremely talented and are an absolute pleasure to work with. Well, what made you want to get into this, to, to work on the digital health formulary? I mean, we, we've talked about the solution itself, but like 
you said you live and breathe it every day. What made you want to live and breathe digital health? This is an opportunity to affect the lives of millions of, of members at one time. And I wanted an opportunity to um, work in population health. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I transitioned. It's for me, I get the same amount of impact from helping one life at a time when I was seeing patients to now being able to help, you know, hundreds of thousands to millions of, of members at a time. We mentioned how this works for diabetes, but something that you said earlier really kind of made me think, no pun intended, but you said depression, anxiety, insomnia. How do things like digital health help with something like that? So for depression and anxiety, um, and also insomnia as well, um, one of the treatments is what's called cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay, what is cognitive behavioral therapy? That's a new one. I haven't heard that one. So it's a, it's a big fancy name, uh, but it's, it's, it's a treatment for depression and for anxiety and, and insomnia. And in the simplest form, it's a way, it, it helps members identify and change thought patterns. Okay. So how does digital health work with cognitive and behavioral therapy? What can happen is that we can digitize the therapy and we can digitize the exercises, the thought exercises that members need to go through as they would through a face-to-face uh, therapy session. And it's not a replacement, but we can we can digitize some of those exercises. So we've, we've talked about how big of a landscape this is. Mm-hmm. Where do you see this going? Do you, do you even know? I mean, is it possible to know where digital health can go in the future? I think the opportunities are endless. And some of these digital health solutions are actually going through the FDA and getting FDA approved. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that, that's where we're at right now, and um, at some point in the future, I I would imagine that a lot more of these solutions are going to go through the FDA and get approved. I think we're going to see a lot more of these digital health solutions start to become prescribed uh, by a provider, whether that be a doctor, a nurse practitioner, or a physician assistant. So we talk about con- connected health all the time. You know how. The, the healthcare system needs to be better about working together. Do you see these kind of solutions as you know part of that answer? Absolutely. There's a lot of steps that need to happen. I think that these solutions are one part of it. This is a, a for sure step in the right direction um, and it will be one part of this big kind of interconnected. You know my dream would be to have the you know all, all you know all of the, all of the medical records, everything connected, and that any any prescriber anywhere could access this information. But I know that's still a little ways out, but this is definitely a step in the right direction. So you said that in the future you could see these being prescribed. Mm-hmm. How do how do members how how do people find these now? Um, you know, do they do their plans tell them? You know, you've been diagnosed with diabetes, we would recommend this, or is is that part of, you know, does that come on the box of their glucometer, or how, how do uh, people start finding these today? 
right now, most of them are not prescribed. And a lot of the times it's through their employer. And so, you know, there's usually employers will have portals, you know, health portals. And so they can go on and they can see, um, they can see that their employer is offering these different digital health solutions. Sometimes we target members and that we, we can, we say that, you know, based on the medications that you're taking, you know, here's a solution that fits the condition that you have. Um, but in terms of being prescribed, you know, educating prescribers that these solutions exist is is a task in and of itself. And hmm. I'm, I'm guessing they're just as likely to find them through a app store search or a Facebook ad or something like that, too. Hopefully more official channels. <laughs> I mean, you say hopefully, but let's yeah. talk about like, it, is that realistically part of part of the challenge that we're facing today? Yes. Yes. Um, and I think that it's also the responsibility of the the companies that develop these solutions to, to educate prescribers that that these that these prescribed solutions actually exist. So how how does that work? I mean, obviously, they will feel like their app is a great solution, regardless of if it actually works. So I guess, you know, for doctors and nurse practitioners and things, what are they dealing with? Because it's, I mean, if if I had to imagine, it sounds like people are knocking on their doors and saying, hey, tell people to use my app. Is that close? To some small extent that happens. But right now, <laughs> I would say that some, some physicians, nurse practitioners, and physician assistants don't even know that these solutions exist. And I, I think that's probably what's happening most of the time. So we, we've talked a lot about how this benefits a member. And, you know, from from hearing about it, yeah. I get it. I, I get like, I could, if, if I had high blood pressure, mm -hmm. I could go on the app store and there are going to be dozens of apps for high blood pressure. And I just want to know what's the best one for me to use to manage my condition. Yeah. We, you know, we, we don't often talk about benefits for clients, mm -hmm. but you know, with, with a member benefit being so clear, what, what is the benefit to clients of our digital health formulary? There are a couple benefits for our clients. Number one is that we're using our uh, our clinical research and member experience expertise to select the best digital health solutions. We're also managing all of the contracting and administration and implementation uh, for the client. And then lastly, we also use our size and scale to leverage the best value on behalf of our client. With 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 the with the company that makes the digital health solution. So you said that a lot of these solutions right now come from employers, and so with the digital health formulary, when an employer says, you know, you you should use this app, they know that app's been vetted and that app works, and um, you know, not only that, but like it it's right for who they're telling to use it. Exactly. And they don't have to look through over 300,000 solutions to exactly. find that one app. Exactly. And then and a, and a client can come to our digital health formula and they can say, I'm interested in A, B, C, and D. And these are the ones that I want to put out. Oh, so so they still have the choice to say, you know, I've, I've seen this. I've worked with it. I like it. I want to use it. Yeah, absolutely. Our digital health formulary is not all or nothing, and so each client gets to choose which solutions they get to they get to deploy. Huh. So it's it's our it's our oversight, it's our expertise, but at 
at the end of the day, they still have the choice. Exactly. But it's also our contracting and administration. <laughs> I never think about the back end stuff, you know. <laughs> we, but I'm sure that clients do. I'm sure they exactly, I'm sure that's a big exactly, problem. Yeah. Exactly. And as I said earlier, we want clients to focus on running the, their business in the best way that they know how to do it. And we, we we don't want them to have to worry. This is one less thing that we that we don't want to have the clients worry about. And that's why we're taking this on ourselves to do it. So from your perspective, is this just a new element of healthcare or do you see this as like, this is where healthcare is going? This is where healthcare is going. And we have to meet members in the flow of their life. We've, technology has gone from computers that were a size of the room to, you know, to having a smartphone that is probably more powerful than the computer that launched the first you know, space shuttle in, into space. And so technology is becoming a, a part of our lives that has, that is integrating um, every day. And we're spending, we're, we haven't, we're spending increasingly amounts of time on our phones and our, and our smart devices. And so this is the next, this is the next iteration of healthcare. And this is how, this is the next way that physicians and providers can take can take care of patients and so the what's what's fascinating about these digital health solutions is that they give patients a window into their health that they haven't heard that, that they that they haven't seen before and you know now as i was mentioning earlier with the diabetes solutions patients can see in a graphic you know in a, in a, in a graph form when their highs are when their lows are um, there are solutions that put sensors on asthma inhalers and that will track how many times you're using your controller versus your rescue inhaler. So, you know, maybe you can see that, you know, oh yeah, every time at, you know, three o'clock, you know that you're at the park and that's when you're using your rescue inhaler all the time. And so it just, it gives patients these hyper-personalized insights that they've never had before. And, and, and the same for physicians. And so this, you know, data will help uh, physicians potentially pick up trends that maybe a patient didn't notice. Zach, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Um, I know that this is something that we're focused on every day, but it sounds like it's something that our members and our clients are going to be hearing a lot more about in the future. So to be able to sit down and talk with you about what we're doing, um, it's really been a pleasure and it's really been eye-opening. So thank you so much. No problem. It's, it's been a pleasure to be here. To learn more about our digital health formulary or to read about any of our solutions, visit lab.express-scripts.com. Or if you're interested in working with us, you can visit express-scripts.com careers to see all of our opportunities. And make sure to subscribe to Encapsulated on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts.